Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host Sarah and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive. This is a bit of a special one, episode number 100. And it's very special. My husband, Michael, is going to interview me. The part I'm concerned about is actually him. Wow. I, I ask all the time if I could be on her daily drive, and the answer is always... No, and also I think I should hold the mic so you can't be in charge of talking. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm holding the microphone. It's the limited power that I get. Okay. <laughs> so, Sarah, we're going to start today with uh, three isolation essentials. Wait, just before you start with the isolation essentials, you can do a little bio on me. Sarah is. That's how you start. Babe, I do a bio on everyone. Sarah asked me to do a bio on her. Um, she's my wife. What else do you do? My wife Sarah is one of the most amazing women you'll ever meet. You'll hear about more about that later on in the podcast. She is an amazing cook. She is also a phenomenal leader, is passionate about people, and is one of the best mothers and wives ever. So I'm extremely partial to hanging out with her and stoked I get to hang out with her on this podcast. So Sarah, love to hear from you. What are your three isolation essentials? We have been doing a little bit of a vegan lifestyle. I would say I put down 70% of the time because it probably is like 70% of the time. Mostly breakfast, snacks, lunches and dinners if we're at home. And then if we're out, not. And then if we have a date night, not. But that's been really good for me and it's been really good for my health and gut. So yeah, changing it up a little bit there. We've been, I've been walking in isolation. So trying to walk most days, although I've just had a bit of a week off, but I'm back into walking this morning. And during my walks, I listen to podcasts or worship music or sometimes nothing and just go in silence and pray. And sometimes just silence and just nothing. Like, (laughs) yeah, tired mum life. The other thing that I've been loving is just learning. It sounds so cliche and stupid maybe even a bit corny but I've been studying lately and it's really I don't know reignited my love of learning and so I've been reading some books one by Sheryl Sandberg called Lean In which has been really good and it's just been fun to learn about women in leadership again Mm. so yeah that's been really good and interestingly enough I was thinking of making some joke about the vegan lifestyle and how men and I don't enjoy eating meat but it's actually been amazing and I think like we both function a lot better and I've really appreciated how you are experimenting with different healthy patterns for us Uh, So can you tell me a little about your journey so far, Sarah? Yes. So since the last podcast episode, I left teaching because we felt called to move to Brisbane and do a church plant. So Michael is the one that's employed to do that, but we felt we were going to do a little bit more together this time. So we moved to Brisbane at the start of 2019 and planted a church at the end of 2018, but officially kind of like March 2019. We then had a baby in August 2019 and I started my own business last year as well and became a chaplain. And then this year, if it wasn't all enough, I started my master's in divinity and then decided, you know what, I'm going to start her daily drive again because I don't already have enough things that I'm doing. (laughs) And I've learned a lot and it's been challenging. I wouldn't exchange it for the world. It's been the hardest time of our lives, but yeah, it's been challenging and God is good and we're excited for what we're doing and what the future holds. Mm, Yeah, I wouldn't take it back, would you? No, I just said that. I'm just trying to make this a little bit more conversational. Okay, I'll go next one. You could start your own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah, 
love of my life, what topic are you going to share about with us today? Today I want to talk a little bit about how God is our way maker. He is continually weaving our path and making our way feel a bit like a desert and a bit like we have no idea where we're going or there's no, you know, stream in our lives at the moment because we may be really tired. Whether we can feel it and see it or not, God is the way maker. And honestly, a lot of what I'm going to talk about is actually from that song, Waymaker. And in particular, I love the lines where it says, even when I don't see it, you're working. You're a waymaker. You're a promise keeper. You're light in the darkness. That is who you are. And so that's kind of what I wanted to share. I feel like it's something that God put on my heart, but that, you know, looking back now, I'm like, wow, I feel like God's been my waymaker for the last seven years in my entire life. But particularly, I want to talk over a couple of things in the last couple of years that have really impacted my life in terms of God being my waymaker. So, sweetheart, why is this an important topic for our society today? I think it's really important because so often we can just kind of become our own waymakers in life. Mm. It's just life is busy and it's hectic. And before we know it, you know, have our five-year plan and our one-year plan and we've actually decided everything and God's decided nothing. Mm. And so for me, I think it's really important to talk about with the busyness of life. Hold on a minute. Are you spending time with God? Are you stopping and giving him space to become your waymaker? No, I love that. And I've definitely seen that in your life over the last year about how we've had to not trust as much in ourselves, but more in God and in what he is doing and what he is able to do. So I'm really looking forward to hearing you talk about this, sweetie. Can you tell us about your experience with God being the waymaker in your life? Yeah, I think as I look back over my life, there are some really particular moments, particularly from like 2014 onwards, that I can pinpoint where God has actually made the way in my life. This all happened at Colour Conference. And I'm not saying you have to go to Colour Conference for God to be your way maker. But for me, this is where I've made intentional space in my life to go away and seek God for huge decisions in my life, like career decisions, et cetera, et cetera. So I've made that space and time every now and then to go. And every time I've gone and made that space, which is the key thing, I think you don't have to go to a conference annually, but when you make intentional space for God in your life to actually say, God, which way do you want me to take? He can become your way maker. But if you're not making intentional space, it's a bit hard for him to do. For me, sometimes where God has been my way maker and just some encouragement and inspiration, hopefully for listeners, is in 2014, I was unsure that I wanted to apply for a, a teaching position. I just graduated as a teacher and I thought I was too young. I didn't want to do it. So I didn't actually apply for any jobs in that first term. And I went away to color conference and literally felt God say to me, you need to actually apply for teaching when you get back. And when I got home, I saw advertised a job in a subject area that I hadn't studied. And so I applied for it and I got it. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. But even better is that during the holidays, that school called me and said, we noticed that you actually majored in film and our film teacher just left. We know we employed you for history, but could you be our film teacher? And it was just this amazing moment for me where God had said, apply for something. I'd applied for it. It wasn't what I studied. And this perfect position that rarely ever, like it's a story that's unheard of, a young film teacher going into a head of film department. And so that was a really God moment for me because I just knew that God had orchestrated that plan. And he had, he had made that way. Yeah, it's amazing. Then in 2019, I was pregnant and jobless by choice but jobless nonetheless we'd moved to Brisbane we planted a church and I was really tired and I'd wanted to start my own business and nothing had happened we'd moved up in January 
and this was March. So it had been three months of me trying to work out how am I going to start this business, blah, blah, blah. It's not working. And this lady came up to me at Color Conference who I'd never met before and she prophesied over me. She said, can I um, prophesy over you? And of course I was like nervous as, but yes, of course. She sensed that there was something that I was doing with my hands and that I was a creative person in my life. And there's something that I wanted to do, but I wasn't able to do at the time. She said she had this picture of a rose, like from Beauty and the Beast, and that there was a glass jar in it and that God was just keeping the rose safe at the moment. And then he would take the glass jar off and the time was right, but it was doing it because he cared for you. And I was like, oh my goodness, in hindsight, looking back, God was just making that way so clear, even though nothing was turning out for me and I was anxious and worried. He knew that I was pregnant. He knew that I was tired and exhausted. And so he maybe knew that that first three months, I would never have been able to take on any film jobs. It was just a beautiful moment of being like, wow, God cared for me enough to potentially make my way a bit later on than I had liked. And then when I got back from Colour Conference, I ran into someone in the hallway, got a film job. And then it led to another film job and another film job. And we actually had maybe like, what, 20 film jobs between then and August and my son was born. You say we, but I did nothing. We, yeah, I did. And it was incredible. Then it just kind of like took off, like b- bigger than we could have imagined. But I was so ready for it. And it was like God had cared for me in that first little part of pregnancy to make sure that I wasn't too overtired. And then he opened up all the doors for me, so it was incredible. And then in 2020, I went to Colour Conference again this year. This whole Waymaker statement really spoke to me. I was at a point where I was a new mum, I was really tired. I We hadn't had a night's sleep in, what, the entire time from August? <laughs> What's sleep? <laughs> yeah, what is sleep? And so I was tired and I wasn't quite sure like what my, my career options were and where I was heading in life. And I was just really quite at the end and exhausted. And I found being a mother hard, really unsure of my future. And I still quite am at the moment. But God just spoke to me and reminded me that he has made my way so many times before and he will do it again. And who's not to say that all of this that I'm doing right now, like I feel like I'm juggling a thousand plates. And maybe one day, just like all those other experiences, I'll look back and be like, wow, that time that I felt like was challenging and hard, God actually did for me. The times when I was overwhelmed, he has turned into thanksgiving and gratitude that I actually went through those seasons. And I think it's amazing that the creator of the universe would care enough to be my way maker and care enough to actually, you know, form my story and help Mm. form my paths and open doors and close doors for me. And it just blows my mind. So I'm really looking forward to, yeah, the future God is making and the way he is making for my life. Come on, bring on 2040. Yeah. <laughs> what does the Bible have to say about God being our way maker? Well, in Exodus 23, 20, it says this, See, I am sending an angel, an angel ahead of you to guard you along your way and bring you to the place that I have prepared. I love this because Israel are the children of God and God has always loved his children and he wants to prepare a way for us. And I really see in this verse that he leads the Israelites into a place that he has prepared for them because he is their way maker. And it's just a great reminder for us because we too are God's children that he is actually preparing a place for us and he is making a way for us. We just have to continue to trust him. And that leads me to my second verse, which is from Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. We can't lean on our own understanding. Um, It just doesn't work. Like I've tried it and every single time it comes up empty. So this verse really reminds me to trust in the Lord with all my heart and that to actually submit my ways to him Mm. because he will make my path straight because he is our way maker. That all sounds great in theory, Mm. but have you faced challenges and what inspired you through that time? 
definitely feel like I continually face challenges. I said to someone just like two am minutes. I, am I one of those challenges? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I said to someone two minutes ago in a text, I was like, if you have any mother resources, just send it to me. Um, actually, shout out to Christy. It was Christy from last week's episode, uh, two weeks ago episode. I was like, if you have any mother resources, just send it to me because I feel like I'm on a consistent roller coaster of emotions. So the challenges do come and they come hard and fast and they come daily, but then so do the joys, um, which is awesome. But yes, there are times that are challenging. There are times when I'm trying to make my own way. There are, Currently, I feel like I am heading in lots of different directions and unsure of which one will be in terms of my career, calling and my purpose and my vocation. And so I'm really just kind of in this unknown area at the moment of what is my life going to look like? And so it can be so easy for me to start planning what my life should look like. Whereas I actually need to just trust God, trust where he has me in this place and time, trust that what I'm learning through this are things that he actually wants to teach me. Mm. And yeah, so it is definitely challenging and I don't get it perfect. And I feel like everything I'm saying about Waymaker, I'm having to also preach to myself on a daily basis. But this is exactly why I love that song. Because even when I feel like I'm in a desert and there's no streams of life coming towards me, even when I feel like God isn't making my way or when he's not there or I can't see it, He actually is. And Mm. so I guess I have two kind of things about inspiration during this time. And that would be that firstly, I remember what God has done for me in the past. And I look back over that and that even when I didn't feel like he was there then, it's so great to look back on the past and see how he has worked in my life. I feel like the Israelites would have run into a lot less troubles if they'd done that and look back at the Red Sea moment and realized that God was there. They would have not forgotten him so easily. I'd run into a lot less troubles. Yeah, everyone would. Secondly, I keep choosing to follow Christ daily and spend time with him. Now, I say that, but I also know that it looks very different now to what it looked like when I was a student or when I was at school or when I was first year married. Like, having a child definitely changes things. Even just being a bit busier changes things. Even isolation changes things. So I say that I spend Christ with daily and spend time with him knowing that it looks different in every single season and to be okay with how it looks different. So be okay that maybe I just fit in a prayer with Archer at night. Be okay that maybe it's a worship song on a walk. Be okay if it's then, you know, other days where it is a 40-minute devotion or be okay when it's just me praying to God or talking to God all throughout my day in little bits and pieces. So leaning on him and trusting him with whatever that looks like in however that looks like is what I'm learning and that's really inspiring to me is not to judge myself too harshly, I think, on that as well. Yeah, one, one of the things you really taught me during this season was that God isn't just in one time of our day. Like mm. he's just not, you know, compartmentalized into our mornings. Like he's with us and we can talk to him throughout our day. I, I see that a lot in your life. So whilst I could sit with you and talk with you for hours on end, because I love you, um, we have to wrap this up because that's what the script says. So what's your final (laughs) words for encouragement? My final words of encouragement for the listeners would be, firstly, just make space for God to speak to you. If he is to be our way maker, we have to trust him. And to trust him, we have to be able to listen to him and give him space to talk to us as well and guide us and speak wisdom over our lives. And so for me, that has been, Colour Conference is one of the ways that I do that annually. And again, annually, I say that like I've been, I've been like four or five times. So whatever that space looks like for you, just try and do it. It might be a walk weekly. It might be you go to a coffee shop and take the morning off once a month. It might be that you simply go for a walk in the mornings and that's where you can do that or a daily devotion. Whatever it looks like for you, just make sure that there is 
time in your life and there is margin for God to actually speak to you about the way that he wants you to go and give you guidance. Secondly, remember that he who calls you is faithful. Honey, you and I say this all the time and it's been like our motto for like the last, I don't know, however long. Yeah, 1 Thessalonians 5.24. Yeah, he who called you is faithful. So remember that when you do hear from God, when he does say things to you, like when he asked me to be apply for teaching, when he asked me to trust him that he was taking care of me in that season when I had no business. Those are all moments where I had to trust that what he was calling me to, he would be faithful. And so that's been a really important thing for me to remember. But ultimately, um, a little bit of, you know, something to take away from now and actually go do would be to listen to that song Waymaker and just sing it out as a declaration. I probably have listened to it like at least daily since Colour Conference in March, especially during isolation and when I've gone on my walks, just to remember that, you know, God is my waymaker. He's a miracle worker. He keeps his promises. He's the light in the darkness when we're feeling overwhelmed and anxious and where's our path taking us. God is all of that. And I really love that song. So that's my little bit of encouragement. What version do you listen to? You don't listen to Leland. Do you listen to yeah, uh, Michael, a special um, version? A special version, the original version. So you trying to say? Version. I listen to the original version. So you can type in Google the original version, and um, the lady who sings that comes up instead of Leland. But I mean, all the versions are great. But you know, my version's pretty great. So good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us for her daily drive today. It's <laughs> Thanks been... for joining you. <laughs> yeah, it's been um, it's been great to have you on, and uh, we'd love to have you back again at some stage. <laughs> And uh, I hope all uh, you guys and girls out there have enjoyed listening to one of the wisest, most lovely and beautiful women I know. So uh, we, uh, we look forward to you tuning again in next time. See you next week, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I don't know about you, but I always leave feeling challenged, inspired, and encouraged to continue seeking a deeper relationship with Jesus. For notifications on future episodes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And if you want more encouragement throughout the week, you can follow her daily drive on Instagram or simply like the Facebook page. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.